Good morning. It's Wednesday, January 13th. I'm Christy McIntyre, and here are today's headlines from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Brought to you by the SoFi Daily Podcast. 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by the second week of February. If reaching financial independence is something you're striving for in 2021, don't let your goals fall by the wayside. Listen to the SoFi Daily Podcast every weekday to keep informed and keep your financial resolutions. Search for SoFi wherever you get your podcasts. Our top story, the acting U.S. attorney for northern Georgia, who was named after his predecessor, reportedly angered President Trump for not finding election fraud, told staffers in a conference call Monday that he dismissed two election fraud cases on his first day. I would love to stand out on the street corner and scream this, and I can't, said Bobby Christine, according to an audio recording of the call obtained by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, but I can tell you I closed the two most. I don't know, I guess you'd call them high-profile or the two most pressing election issues this office has, he said. I said I believe, as many of the people around the table believed, there's just nothing to them. Christine also said he found fewer election-related investigations in the office than he expected. Quite frankly, just watching television, you would assume that you got election cases stacked from the floor to the ceiling, said Christine. I am so happy to find out that's not the case, but I didn't know coming in. In other news, an Alpharetta man who was among those arrested following the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol Wednesday has killed himself, according to the Fulton County Medical Examiner's Office. Christopher Georgia, 53, died Saturday from a gunshot wound to his chest, said M. Ruffin, an investigator for the office. Georgia's body was found in the basement of a home in a subdivision near Beerfield and Mid-Broadwell Roads, Alpharetta police records show. Police found two rifles at the home. Metropolitan Police in Washington, D.C. arrested Georgia Wednesday evening and charged him with unlawful entry of public property and violating the city's 6 p.m. curfew in connection with last week's storming of the Capitol by President Trump's supporters. He pleaded not guilty Thursday, D.C. Superior Court records show, and the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported his involvement in Friday's editions. His attorney, Marnetta King, declined to comment. In politics, two days into the 2021 session and the General Assembly is already having COVID-19 problems. The session opened Monday. On Tuesday, Senate Republican leader Mike Dugan said he tested positive for COVID-19 and was isolating at home. Meanwhile, House Speaker David Ralston said nearly half of his chamber did not take the coronavirus test as required on Monday. Ralston chastised a whopping 41 percent of his 180 members for skipping the test as the chamber convened Tuesday. All Georgia General Assembly members are required to be tested twice a week, and Monday was the first required test. Imagine how I felt when I came in today and found that yesterday, 74 members of this body did not get tested and were present in the building, the Blue Ridge Republican told lawmakers. He said that includes members of both parties. And finally, five of the ten biggest publicly traded companies in Georgia say they have suspended political campaign giving in the wake of last week's U.S. Capitol attacks. Coca-Cola, UPS, Aflac, 
Pulte Group and West Rock are pausing contributions after making donations in 2020 to Republican candidates who recently supported unsubstantiated claims about widespread voter fraud and tried to stymie results that showed President Donald Trump lost his bid for a second term. At least two dozen other major corporations nationally have temporarily halted political giving or decided to suspend making donations to elected officials who attempted to block the certification of electoral college votes. Companies often make contributions through a PAC or political action committee. Pausing all political giving, including to both Republicans and Democrats, regardless of whether they fueled the post-election turmoil, is an easy move for corporations, said Bruce Freed, the president of the Center for Political Accountability, which tracks political spending. Candidates generally aren't out asking for money so early in what is a brand new election cycle. That's all for today. Check back each weekday morning for more from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or go to AJC.com. Have a great day.